1: All Hit Radio.
0: Welcome to the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the X Zone on the Talk Star Radio Network. Exone TalkStarRadio.com is my email address on MSN Messenger, TalkStarRadio at Hotmail.com, and our websites, www.exoneradio.com and exzonetv.com. My guest this hour is Richard Lawrence, and Richard has been described by Kindred Spirit Magazine as one of the biggest talents in MBS. Richard Lawrence, international best-selling author of Unlock Your Psychic Powers, Prayer, Energy, and Realize Your Inner Potential, co-authored with Dr. George King, is one of the UK's most popular spiritual teachers and psychic development experts. Richard's books, DVDs, and CDs are sold all over the world, and translations have included Italian, Spanish, German, Dutch, Portuguese, and French. He often appears on TV and radio shows internationally. A former observer columnist, he has written for the Daily Express, the Daily Mail, the Sun, Woman's World, and has appeared in most of Britain's national newspapers and many national magazines and local papers as well. And Richard is European Executive Secretary of the Atherius Society. And Richard, welcome to the Exxon. Nice talking to you again.
2: Hello. Good evening. Your time. My time It's morning. Well, good morning
0: to you. I hope you've had your uh, morning cup of tea. I've had some orange juice, Rob. Oh, that's even better. Uh, How's it over there? It is, uh, let me see, spring has finally sprung uh-huh. Right. Uh, how long it's going to stay springy? I have no idea. The, the weather is <laughs> crazy these days, as you I'm sure you're more than well aware. And uh, yes. tell me, um, you're, you're the European Secretary for the Aetherius Society, and could you explain what the Aetherius Society is for some of our listeners who may not have had the pleasure of knowing what the society is?
2: Definitely. Um, the Aetherius Society was founded in 1955 by Dr. George King, an Englishman who Mm -hmm. who moved actually to to live in America, very sensible move, I'm sure you'll agree. And he was a master of yoga. He was practicing yoga just after the Second World War. So for for 10 years, following 1945, he was practicing advanced forms of yoga, such as Kundalini yoga, Mm -hmm. Raja yoga, people are familiar with these branches of yoga, mantra, and so forth, Nani. And he entered a state known as Samadhi, he was also a medium, and in 1954 in London, he was contacted by an elevated being from another world called the Master Etherius, uh, hence our name Etherius Society, that's A-E-T-H-E-R-I-U-S, literally meaning one who travels through the ethers of space. And he was given the task of being a channel for a number of elevated beings from higher stars planes throughout this solar system and even beyond. Wow. And did this until 1997 when he passed on. Um, I was personally very close to him and privileged to write the last book that was published in his lifetime with him, Contact with the Gods from Space.
0: Richard, I I hate to do this, my friend, but you and I have to take a commercial break. We'll be back in two minutes. Certainly. Richard Lawrence is our very special guest. His website is www.richardlawrence.co. Dot uk. Richard and I will return on the other side of this two-minute commercial break as the Exxon continues live and around the world right here on the Talkstar Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Take a step back in time and discover Old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere. Richard Lawrence is my special guest. His website is www.richardlawrence.co.uk. First of all, Richard, what is prayer?
2: Prayer is a transmission of energy. I think it's a very misunderstood thing, and it's something that people associate with particular religious Mm -hmm. beliefs, understandably. But I'm a believer it's a completely universal practice, um, and it's transmitting energy through the prayer and outwards to others, and it can it can bring mir- miraculous results.
0: Now, how does prayer work?
2: Basically, um, I believe the most effective way of praying is to use the power of visualization. And visualization, as I'm sure listeners know, can bring into being real forces, not imaginary ones. Mm-hmm. And you visualize white light. White because it contains all the colors of the spectrum. And so white is used for that reason. So you basically you want to stand with the hands raised because in the palms of the hand there are psychic centers or chakras, which you can feel. This isn't something that you have to, just based on faith, you can experience this. So if you raise your hands... You visualise white light flowing down through the head, down through the arms, and out through the palms. And, and people listening can try this, as long as they're they're not driving a car at the moment or something. It's safe to do so. And see and just and then use a prayer which fits in with your belief. I mean, mantra, for example, uh, is a form of prayer. Obviously, there are many Christian prayers. There are Sufi prayers from the Islamic mm-hmm. tradition. There are a Buddhist chants. There are wonderful Hindu prayers and yoga prayers. Uh, in the Ethereum society, we use a wonderful system of prayer called the Twelve Blessings. And just use this as a focus for your concentration, but allow this energy to flow outwards to you. And you can heal people and, and help to change the world.
0: Who should, pray, who should we pray to? Does it matter who we pray to?
2: Well, I, I believe it, it, it does. I mean, I'm actually a believer that if you were an atheist, Mm-hmm. you could still pray, which may sound very strange. But in that case, you might just pray to the force of goodness or the force of love and sort of contact that force. But obviously, normally, people will pray to a deity. God is a, a, a wonderful word, and, and many will pray to God. But if you call that God Brahma or Allah, it doesn't alter. There's a wonderful parable actually taught by Ramakrishna, which said if you took four blind boys and asked each of them to touch an elephant for the first time and they had one touch one a trunk, one the side, one an ear, one a leg you'd get four completely different descriptions and yet the elephant would be unchanged and that is is—that is a different religion's touching aspects of God hmm. interesting it's bigger than all of us and so we, we hmm. just get a glimpse but certainly I, I would very often play to pray to God I might use the term Brahma because I love the Eastern tradition as well uh, and what I try to do in the book Prayer Energy is show that all these different forces and traditions are not in conflict with each other; they're actually all drawing on the same universal principle of oneness.
0: And yet, they, when it comes to religion, there are so many, so many um, uh, wars that have been fought. I or know. It's, it's, you know, it's for. A it is, and I, I believe, cool. Richard, that um, the majority of the problem comes from our unwillingness to respect something that we didn't create or that we know very little about.
2: I quite agree with you, and and you know, I think these barriers. Uh, one thing I'm really hoping to do, actually, through the, the book, is to so try and break down some of these barriers. And obviously, it's, it's the fanatical end of religions yeah. and the man-made end of religions, which brings the war. You know, the power and and the corruption that comes into them. But the very essence of a religion should surely be about love, which is the opposite.
0: Yes, and that is so true, because this is what each religion tries to teach, is love. Exactly. And when you look at some of the religions, let's just take um, uh, Muslims, for example, Uh, a lot of people do not know that Muhammad actually talked about the angel Gabriel. Indeed, and this indeed. angel Gabriel was at the was the messenger to to Mary about her having the Christ child. So there are so many similarities in religions, and then you've got the yeah. similarities between Greek mythology and Christianity.
2: You do indeed, yeah. you do, and, and indeed running through them, I believe, is uh, in many of them anyway. Uh, is a cosmic aspect as well. You know, beings from sure. other worlds come into so many of these religious traditions. In, in the Hindu scripts, you have vimanas, as I'm sure you've covered on the show. You know, flying celestial yes. vehicles. And in in the Bible, certainly you have uh, many, many what we would call UFOs in in the Old and New Testaments. Um, and you have, as you rightly say, angelic contact yes. running through many of them. What we would now call channeling, mm-hmm. you know, or clairaudience or something like that very prevalent in in these different traditions i quite agree with you
0: you know for example the Nephilim, those who descended from the sky you've got ezekiel's yep. wheel Yeah. and you've got the culmination in all religious uh, philosophies of an end a beginning and an e- and an end none of these philosophies start at a middle place at least not that i'm no. aware of
2: <laughs> no that's very very true And, you know, I think we tend to forget some of the sort of the native traditions. Um, You know, and I've been privileged to, 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 on my my lecturing tours, to also go to countries like Nigeria and find there some so-called primitive native traditions. And yet these peoples were able to absorb Christian missionaries, uh, other types of missionary, without feeling the need to change all their traditional beliefs. I mean, they could incorporate the different aspects, you know. And I think this is one... Perhaps to be on the more positive side, one of the good things that is happening in in more civilized parts of the world, anyway, in civilized communities, is the ability not to have this one and only way approach, but to be able to absorb truth wherever you find it. Well
0: said, well said. Tell me, can we pray for the world?
2: Absolutely. In fact, uh, in in, in the book that uh, I was talking about, there is a prayer at the end for the world, written by a colleague of mine in New Zealand which is absolutely beautiful, and and anybody can use it. And you know, There's one thing I, I would like to add, that as well as helping others through mm-hmm. prayer, helping the world through prayer, and helping animals through prayer, there's lots of different things one can do, children and so forth, yes. uh, travel. But as well as that, though, it will help the person who's praying, because one of the most insidious feelings anybody can have is a feeling of helplessness. Uh, it's well known to be, uh, in some medicals, studies anyway, the main cause of stress, if, if you're in a life situation where you feel you do not have control over your life, you're in a helpless situation, this is the most debilitating feeling you can have. When we look at the news every day and we see some of the things you and I have just been talking about, conflicts between religious beliefs and so on, there is this feeling of helplessness, helplessness. I can't do anything about this, there's war in Iraq, there's war here, there's Sudan, there's these things. And, yes, of course, charity can can help if you're able to give it. But through prayer, you can make a difference. And it will help you, too, because you'll feel, okay, I've done something. I've switched off the television. I've raised my hands. I've visualized white light. I've said a prayer, such as some of the prayers in, in the book, or a prayer of your own choosing, or indeed a mantra, and mm-hmm. sent it out to that situation. And I've tried to make a difference. And thoughts have tremendous power. Uh, in life.
0: Can you give us an example of one of the prayers that are in your book?
2: I'd love to. Yes, let let me give you an example because I, I mentioned earlier um, that Dr. King actually yes. channeled, mm-hmm. uh, and and one of the and this is very controversial, I must say, but one of the uh, beings that he channeled was, and uh, I'm just trying to find it in the book of the moment as we talk, was none other than uh, the Master Jesus. So I'd like to just read you quickly an extract from one please, of his prayers. Please do, we sir. Just try and find it. Excuse
0: me. Sure. Well, uh, Richard is looking uh, for the prayer in his book, www.richardlawrence.co.uk. That's www.richardlawrence.co.uk. Did you find it, Richard?
2: I'm, I'm, almost, uh, I'm almost there.
0: He's almost there.
2: I was trying to hold the phone here and also look. Sorry about this. No problem, Um, sir. I will find it, believe me.
0: Just a reminder, it is Good Friday uh, in some parts of the United States and Canada right now. We will be live tomorrow night at 10 o'clock. Two of our guests will include Dr. William Schneid. We're going to be talking about three more police officers that lost their lives in the line of duty. And we're also going to be talking about parents gone mad. In one case, uh, a parent killed his five children and then killed himself. What is happening in the world today? Well, we're going to ask Dr. William Schneid uh, what he, uh, as a professional criminal criminologist and profile profiler, has... Um, has come up with why these strange things are happening. Is it just stress? Is it is it society gone bad? What is going on? And then we're also going to be speaking to Cal Corf for another edition of Cal's Corner from Prague in the European Union. Richard uh, Lawrence. Hi, yes, ah, I found
2: it. Thank you for waiting so patiently. My pleasure. So this is a beautiful prayer, I, I believe. It's from a book called The Twelve Blessings, and this was channeled in 1958 uh, by the Master Jesus through Dr. George King we glorify thee o divine lord of all wondrous creation we raise our voices and minds to you now in prayer knowing even as we do that this is answered at this moment a wondrous god we ask that the hearts and minds of man might be opened to thy presence to thy mighty light so that they may forever glorify thee so that they may realize that within them beats a spark directly connected to thy wondrous heart. We raise our minds in thankfulness for the fulfillment of our prayer, for this shall come to pass upon this earth.
0: That's a very powerful prayer.
2: It's a very powerful prayer. It's a beautiful prayer, and it's so also amazing. extremely positive. May I just also read one other, which was the prayer I mentioned to you, written Please by do. Ray for the world and this is is something that people can use when they feel helpless or they feel they'd like to make a difference in the world and it will almighty God which is the light which shines through and behind all things we pray that your wondrous power of love may fall upon our troubled world now may it fill the hearts and minds of all those who are suffering and in need at this time may it manifest as a great healing light to give comfort to those who are sick. May it uplift those who feel abandoned in their loneliness and despair. May it inspire those who have the responsibility of world leadership. And we'll be right back after the news as we continue
1: live and around the world here on TalkSense. Broadcasts on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network,
0: Richard Lawrence is our special guest explanation. His website is www.richardlawrence.com. I'm sorry, .co.uk. That's www.richardlawrence.co.uk. And uh, Richard, thank you very much for joining us tonight. It's a great pleasure talking to you. Um, it's great to be here, R- Richard. The movie, the uh, the secret. How did you find that people related to it?
2: Well, it was a, a very big success over here. Um, I, I, the only thing I think is that, and, and very popular, uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure it is there. Isn't it? I don't know if it still is over there. Is it still very big there? Ah, oh, It's kind of petered off. Yeah. I think the one of the problems, I think, with that whole approach, not just a secret, but in general, mm-hmm. is that based on the idea that, that it's a good thing to get what you want, that's taken as read. And so many people find that that isn't always true. You know, if we could all have everything we want all the time, uh, we wouldn't necessarily be happy people. Quite a few studies have shown that. So it, it's a question of getting your motivation right. And, of course, I'm also a great believer in karma. So am I. Uh, so although karma is misunderstood by a lot of people as being some kind of punishment or something, or, or sort of a reward system which it isn't, it's there to help us to find our true destiny. And that, I think, is sometimes missing anyway in in how people see things like the secret. They just think, look, you know, I want to be rich, or I want to do that. Or, you know, you've got to find out what you're meant to be, and then I believe you really will be fulfilled.
0: And and you you also have to work at it. It's not going to fall from the heavens right into your lap.
2: Well, exactly, uh, and, and if it did fall right from heaven into your lap, it wouldn't necessarily be, you know, the right thing for you, and you could lose something else, mm-hmm. because calm. we have to learn the lessons that we're here to learn.
0: You know, life is a lesson, from the moment we, we enter this world to the the second we leave
2: it, we're learning. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Uh, and indeed, um, you know, it, it's not just about one life anyway, it's about, mm-hmm our future lives, and what what kind of destiny we're going to create even beyond this life.
0: Richard, you and I were talking about prayers and praying, and unfortunately we had to go to a news break at the bottom of the hour, and I believe we might have cut off some of the prayer that you were reading us last time. So I would like to ask you if you wouldn't mind and just repeating that prayer for those of us who uh, would love to hear the prayer in its entirety.
2: Oh, thank you very much indeed. i sorry, I hadn't realized there was a news break coming up there. Uh, yes, let me do that. And I, before I do, may I give a, 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 a sort of view of the book to show yes, do. that it's not just a certain type of prayer. For example, we have in there an extract from the Sufi, the 13th century Sufi from Afghanistan. I think that's good to realize that they had a great noble tradition in Afghanistan, particularly at that time. And this one is uh, Sufi Rumi, and this isn't a prayer to God, but I was saying some people pray to forces, and it's written as a poem, but these are just a few lines from it. It goes like this, O love, who are you? You are everything. Everything is you. All gold comes from your mind. You are the mother of all humanity, are your children. And here's another one from the yoga tradition from a great yogi swami, Sivananda, which we have permission from their their movement to publish a couple of his prayers. And There's another little extract about world peace. Grant us eternal peace, the peace that passeth all understanding. May we all work together harmoniously with the spirit of self-sacrifice for the well-being of the world. May we all develop cosmic love and universal brotherhood. May we all see God in all faces. And finally, that the prayer that you mentioned by Ray Nielsen goes like this. Almighty God, which is the light which shines through and behind all things, we pray that your wondrous power of love may fall upon our troubled world now. May it fill the hearts and minds of all those who are suffering and in need at this time. May it manifest as a great healing light to give comfort to those who are sick. May it uplift those who feel abandoned in their loneliness and despair may it inspire those who have the responsibility of world leadership to bring lasting peace to our planet. A wondrous God, may we be given the power and strength to reach forever inwards and upwards towards our divinity so that we may always be mindful of the oneness of all life.
0: Another powerful yet very simple prayer.
2: Very simple indeed. And you know I think one of the secrets with prayer is to to use words that you're comfortable with, to mm. use terms. I mean, you may rather not use the term God. You, you may rather use the term universal spirit or, you know, um, as I say, Brahma, Allah, or some other term. And this is this is the thing to go for. Finally, we, we were mentioning destiny and, and so forth, and there was yes. rather a rather beautiful prayer written by a, a friend of mine, actually, an, a, a priest in America, Lady Chrissy Blaze. She well, actually wrote a book herself called Power Prayer. No, pretty
0: very... very well. She's been on the show now ah. a number of times.
2: Oh, good. Well, she wrote this prayer for the book, and it's actually about destiny, which we were talking about. It goes like this. A wondrous creator of all life, as the moon, the stars, and the sun shine in accordance with your plan, as the galaxy filled with teeming life evolves in its journey back to you, I beseech with humble heart that I too may unfold my soul's purpose the higher, brighter path that you and your mysterious and infinite wisdom would surely have me tread. I ask, O mighty Brahma, that your everlasting love transforms my every word, thought, and action, and that my steps be straight and true in my sacred journey back to you. O God of the universe, author of its laws, may I light the way for others as a loving instrument of your peace. May the wonder of my destiny be fulfilled, and your divine will be
0: done. Another beautiful prayer. You know, I don't, I don't think there's one parent listening tonight who has not gone into their child's bedroom, especially when they're very young infants in the crib. I know I did this with all our children. Mm-hmm. And and you talk to the child. You're, you're, you're saying, you know, like, I hope that in your life you've got wisdom, you've got health. And that you choose to pick the right road. And even though you're talking to the child, in my in my view, this is also a prayer. You're not praying to a god, a deity. You're praying yes. to another person, for another person.
2: Yes. That's very interesting. And I think it probably brings us back to the point I made earlier about the transmission of energy. You yes. know, the great love that a parent feels. Mm-hmm. Uh Excuse me, sorry, I had a slight bit of hay fever there. The great love that a parent feels for the child acts as a force. It's not even just the words that you're speaking there, it's the transmission of love. It's a healing force, actually. Uh, And and it's just a natural thing. I mean, you can be with a person, no words need to be spoken, and you can feel a great sense of peace being transmitted through them. Or indeed, perhaps a great energizing force, depending on the person, because love manifests in so many different ways. And it's this natural transmission of energy, which you, as I said earlier, you can, you can potentize it yourself, you know, by visualizing the white light. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, this idea that, you know, that those who are healers and those who aren't isn't true. We could all be healers and all transmissors of, of energy.
0: You know, in, in my book, John Lennon was one of the greatest writers. He was also a yes. very, a very um, spiritual person.
2: And, yes, I agree.
0: And, and when he wrote "All You Need Is Love" with Paul McCartney, mm-hmm. it 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 to me it related to the world, his very definition of his spirituality, and where it, and how important love was in his life. And as he said, "There's nothing you can do that can't be done. There's nothing you can yes. sing that can't, that can't be sung. It's easy. All you need yeah. is love."
2: Very true. Actually, I think John Lennon came up with some some sayings that, you know, if they hadn't, if we hadn't known it was John Lennon, would have been could have been, you know, some of the great aphorisms from the East. I think you know, I'm sure he would say he made his mistakes as well. Certainly. But if if you take, uh, you know, for example, "Life is what happens when you're busy making other plans," that that's a very profound statement and it's very true actually. And you know, it's the essence, in fact, of meditative practices to be present in the now, you know, rather than elsewhere in your mind. So I, I do think you hit upon a number of things. I agree with you.
0: Here we are uh a couple of days from one of the highest holidays within the Christian faith and and mm. you know the the resurrection of Christ, the fulfilling of a prophecy, the the proof beyond proof that he was in fact the Son of God. Uh at these times, Richard when the world and, and well, especially those who, who believe in in Christ and who are Christians, what happens on the spiritual level?
2: Um, well, what what? It's a very interesting festival, isn't it? First of all, I yes. mean, uh, as I, I read a prayer which I, I said earlier, I believe was channeled by the Master Jesus through mm-hmm. Doctor George King, and there's, there's a couple of those prayers in the book, and I'm a believer myself. That uh, Jesus came from another world. Now, this doesn't in any way undermine at all his godlike status. I don't believe for, he was the one and only Son of God, but certainly he was a Son of God, if you like to use that phrase. He was, in my view, a cosmic being, uh, an elevated being. Uh, the star of Bethlehem I'm, was no star. You know that that was definitely a UFO. I don't think anyone can doubt that. Who believes in the story? because, you know, if a star hovered over a stable, well, this planet would no longer exist. Um, and I believe it brought him to this world. But it, the actual story of Easter, though, is a story of tremendous triumph. And a being of that caliber, by dying um, on, well, it's Friday here, and in, uh, in some parts of America, I think it's just about Friday as well, Good so-called Good Friday, yes. um, was something that he permitted, something that he allowed. I, I don't believe he that he he couldn't have done anything about it, he was a great master, but he arranged it, actually, behaved in such a way that anybody in those days would be crucified, and and he brought that about, not to save us all our sins, because we have to work through our own karma, but he certainly took karma on behalf of humanity and delayed the full impact of what would have been a terrible catastrophe in those days, I believe. And then, just to, to sort of make it an absolutely perfect uh, manipulation, he rose and, and ascended and proved something, which, again, isn't completely unique, because there have been other examples of resurrected beings or ascended beings in history, but it's certainly by far the most famous demonstration of it. And I think it's a shame, actually, that some people in the modern church try and sort of explain it away, and ex- try to explain away the virgin birth and... Some of the aspects of the Christian story, because they they are true demonstrations of the power of mind over matter and the eternity of life. You know, we will all eventually, I believe, when we're ready, uh, ascend. Uh, you know, we're all working towards that goal.
0: One eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five is toll free. My very special guest uh, this hour, Exonation, is Richard Lawrence. And his website is www.richardlawrence.co.uk. That's www.richardlawrence.co.uk. Question for you, Richard. Is the best place to pray indoors or outdoors?
2: That's an excellent question. I, I, a couple of things I'd like to say about that, actually. Okay. First of all, very often we have to pray indoors because of the weather or because mm-hmm. late at night or so forth, and you need privacy and so you can create within your home no matter how large or small your home is an area to pray if possible I would recommend you to be facing towards the east Uh, it's not crucial but it's a a, a good yogic principle because that's the source of the sun where the sun rises and the prana the universal life forces the chi if you like flow from the east put into that area that corner that you've chosen to do your prayers in uh, it might be in your sitting room, it might be in your bedroom, it might, you might be lucky enough to have a special room, it's, it depends. Put in there things which have spiritual value to you. They might be holy articles, charged crystals, mm-hmm. they might be a particular holy book. And you can be, you can t- go further, actually. You can even have clothing that you only wear to prick. All these things will help empower it. But also, if you can go outdoors, that's great. May I give a phone number, actually, people who want more in America about? Sure. This?
0: What we're going to do is we're going to uh, take our final break. When we come back, okay. please give the phone number. Thanks Richard you very uh, much Lawrence you is, is our very special guest. www.richardlawrence.co.uk, and we'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue the last couple of minutes of tonight's show here on the X Zone live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. The most important is the proper gathering and preservation of evidence is vital to putting the bad guy behind bars. It's no different in the world of paranormal investigation. Whether it's the search for the afterlife, cryptozoology, UFOs and extraterrestrials, how we gather the evidence, preserve that evidence and present it to a jury of our peers will make the ultimate difference in proving the existence of worlds and entities that are beyond our imagination. Join me Larry Lawson every week on Paranormal Stakeout when, along with my guests, we'll take a journey to prove with indisputable evidence what man has struggled to believe for centuries. Go to xzbn.net for the broadcast Schedule and check me out at paranormalstakeout.com.
1: True healing must address four levels physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today www.soulbalancing.world.
0: Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to take this opportunity of thanking all our guests tonight. Uh, Stephanie Reesley, we talked about love from both sides with Dr. Shelley Kerr. We talked about the mind-body connection. Michelle Goldberg and I um, kind of clashed with uh, the. With her interview, and, um, oh, what the heck, eh? Everybody's entitled to her, I mean, to their own opinion. Freudian slip there, wasn't it? Well, Freud never wore a slip that I'm more of. J. Edgar Hoover used to wear uh, ballet tutus, but that's for another show. My guest this hour, a special guest, is Richard Lawrence. And if you'd like to find out more about Richard, www.richardlawrence.co.uk. That's www.richardlawrence. First of all, Richard, thank you very much for coming on the show. I'd love to have you back on because I'd like to talk to you about unlocking your psychic powers.
2: Oh, I'd love to do that. Thank you very much. It's been a real pleasure to talk to you as well. Well,
0: thank you, sir. Uh, Richard, could you give our listeners the telephone number that you're going to... uh...
2: Sure. It's a free phone number in America. We were talking about places that you can go and pray Mm -hmm. outside of the home, and there are various points of pilgrimages and mountains, and we have... Uh, branches and groups in, in, in L.A., in Michigan, in Florida. So the number is one 800 1354 one 800 1354 And also the Society has a website where you can see some of the places listed, which is just simply ethereus, A-E-T-H-E-R-I-U-S dot org.
0: Richard, what would you like to leave our listeners with for tonight?
2: Well, I think I'd like to leave them with a little uh, extract from uh, uh, a Christian prayer, actually, which was written in the spirit of St. Francis, and it was translated by my co-author of this book, Mark Bennett, uh, from the French, original French, and some will have heard it uh, before. This is an extract from it. Where there is hate, may I bring love. Where there is transgression, forgiveness. Where there is discord, union. Where there is error, truth. Where there is doubt, faith, where there is despair, hope, where there is darkness, light, where there is sadness, joy.
0: What a beautiful prayer. Richard, I'd like to thank you very much for joining us tonight, and I wish you nothing but health, happiness, peace, love, and light.
2: Thank you, Rob, and God bless all your listeners, and thank you very much for having me on your show.
0: I look forward to the next time we meet here in the So Exit. do I. Good night, sir. Good night. Good night, Richard. Richard Lawrence, www.richardlawrence.co.uk. That's www.richardlawrence.co.uk. Well, that's it for tonight, everyone. I'll be back tomorrow night as once again we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the X-Zone. Melanie at Master Control, thank you so much, young lady, for keeping us up on those four big satellites in the sky Galaxy 4R, Telstar 7, AGLIA 2, and on G3, and of course on TalkStarRadio.com streaming audio. To my wife and senior producer, the lovely Laura Rogers, thank you, sweetie. To my daughter Stephanie, who was our segment producer, Steph, another great job. And Robo at Exone TV, thanks for keeping everybody in control at TV.com. Until tomorrow night, my friends, take care of each other. If you've got a child, give them a hug, give them a kiss. They are our richest, our richest resource. And always keep your eyes to the sky and your heart to the light. Good night, one and all.